Okay, we're continuing the Yerucha Shurim, and um, we are talking about the sugya called Marufya. That's what we spoke about before Yantif. And the sugya of Marufya is someone who has a steady customer, some type of business relationship with a guy, and uh, then someone else comes and tries to entice the guy to come and be his client. And we basically started off with a Gemara that refers to a case of a fisherman who lays a net. And the Gemara over there says that there's something different, there's something special about the fisherman. Uh, we had a Machlaikis Rishayinim, exactly what was the uh, Kenyan, so to speak. It wasn't a real Kenyan, but what was it that the fisherman had? Rashi said it seems because he put in to um, he put an effort into it, and because of that, it's as if it's as if he he was kainet. Taisvis um, wanted to know what's the difference of animapet becharora. So Taisvis said um, Taisvis says that just like by animapet becharora, the svara is that you could have gone somewhere else. So here also, the guy could have laid his net somewhere else. And second, Teres said, was because of Umnasai. That's his business. And Parnasa is different. Ani Amahapi Bacharara, the Pshad is, the guy's looking around for a Charara. That's not his business. But when it comes to Umnasai Bikach, that's, uh, that's different. The, we had the Rimagash, who said a different Svara. He said the fish send out like spies. And if they see there's a Mitsuda, so then they all go away from there. So basically, by you putting out your net, you're totally. Um, making him lose his whole parnasa. It sounds like from the Rimagash, if he's not going to lose his whole parnasa, then it's not a problem. So that was the original Gemara, and from there the Rishayim said, based on this Gemara, in some places they would be done this concept of Marufya, and they would say, if you have a steady customer, it's similar to the fishermen. And um, others say, no, Marufya is different, because when it comes to a guy, all of a nichsei goy are hefker, and it's free for all, and anyone can come and take what they want. And this was then a machlaikis. The Ramah brought down bolshitas. So this is what we talked about last time. So today we're going to talk about, to finish off this last piece of this sugya, which is really the last piece of this whole topic of uh, infringement and competition that we've been working on for a good few weeks already, is a very interesting uh, tshuva, which is on page 74 in the booklet. And it starts, so it's a tshuva from the Masas Binyamin. And it's a fascinating, fascinating tshuva. So we're gonna go, not going to go through every single piece of it, but we're going to start off with the Shiloh. And he says like this, right there in Simon Mem Gimel, Nishal nishalti al shluchim I was asked the following question from messengers from a certain Rav. There was a person who had schnapps in a city. And the actual owners lived in a different place. He had a storehouse in a city. We have to understand that in the olden days, they didn't do mechiris chametz like we do mechiris chametz. We, nowadays, every person goes and sells his chametz to the guy. 
just in case, and, and, and even if you don't really sell chametz gomer, you still do it. There's nobody who doesn't sell their chametz to the guy. But this is a new phenomenon. In the olden days, you got rid of the chametz, like it says in the Mishnah, it says in Shulchan Aruch. They had a problem, Jews and Jews had a problem with chlal. A lot of Jews were tavern owners, and they owned a lot of schnapps, and they had a problem, what are they going to do with all their schnapps? So they came up with this idea called selling it to a guy. Selling it to a guy and buying it back after Pesach. I lost him. What happened to him? He must have been in the mountains of Pennsylvania. See if he'll call back. So, so they came up with this idea of selling it to a guy. So that's what he means that Alderich Shekosev Hitter, and even though some, some were very against it, what do you mean? The whole thing is not a real sale. You're selling it to buy back after Pesach. All those types of things. So there's a lot of a lot of tire about it, <coughs> but the Truman Sadashin was moderate. So therefore, this guy sent a message to a yid who lived in that city that Erev Pesach, go sell all my schnapps to a guy. So what happened after Pesach? The, the Jew who had sold it for Jew, the Jew, the owner, went and bought it for himself afterwards. The guy owns it because it's a cheap price. He sold it for cheap, so the guy sold it back for cheap. But he bought it for himself. <laughs> he bought it for himself. The original owner has no shaykhs to it anymore. He sold to the guy. He's not giving it back. And the owner, he's like a major loss here. He's screaming. Fascinating shayla. Yes. <laughs> so, um, um, okay. So, <clears throat> he starts off and he says in the first part of the tshuva, he says, Kafiyah Nishma, it seems that the Dayanim didn't have a kayach to take it away from the second Jew until the owner had to actually go and, um, and, and, and give him money. <coughs> it seems a significant amount of money. Um, to get it back. And the second paragraph he says, My heart is shaking. He says, How could it be such a thing? It's such a tricky thing to do. And if we're going to start doing like this, he says, We're going to have a big problem. He says, Because in those days, many people had these licenses for the taverns and schnapps. And there's no way for them to get rid of it before Pesach. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of money. So they have no other choice but to sell it to a guy, like we said. And if now, if now, he says in the last three lines of that paragraph, People are going to find out you could do such a thing. It's going to cause a lot of problems. So we have to find the heter. So, um... He continues the next paragraph, just, just to see his lashon, how upset he is. Even when I'm on my bed, laying, laying down, my mind is going weird. What could we do? Yeah. 
Bekatzeis ragle haramoim to cut off the feet of the ramoim. Lamalo yishlochu ba'avlosi yadeim gambalaylo leishachav libi atchiagati umatzasi shadinim abaylam. I came out. The first owner is right. And even if he bought it from the guy, he has to give it back to the original, original owner. And even though he says that the, the Jew sold it So this is, he's coming out with the Pesach. Now the first thing is, he tries to be medamed to a Gemara and Gitin, and we're going to skip to page 76, the next page, because we're going to go to our Sugya. So on the first, the bottom of the first column, the paragraph that starts, V'oid Nireb. T'yeish l'dameis nidon didon lahuda perak l'yachbar, marchikim mitzudus hadog mihadog, himole ritzus hadog. Pirish Rashi, that's our Gemara, tzayit shenos an eina bedog, a trapper who, fisherman who, he put his, he, you know, he, he, he lay his eyes on a fish, and he knows exactly where it's going, and he plans on catching it. So the Master Ben Yamas is a big Chiddush. When it says here that they have to distance themselves from him, it doesn't mean only L'Chatechila. Let's say the, the, the second fisherman already put out his nets. The first one could come and stop him. It's not a lechatchila we tell the guy don't do it. But if he did it, it, there's nothing we could do. No. How do we know this, he says? He brings a raya. Because what's the Gemara doing with this? The Gemara is trying to write to Rav Huna. What was Rav Huna's case? If you have a bar mavoi who sets up his mill, and another guy sets up his mill, that's our whole Gemara. You could stop him from setting up his mill. Why? You're taking away by Parnassah. Now, So we're trying to bring a proof to that. Now that case was, the guy already set up his mill. And the Gemara is saying, Ravuna is saying, you throw him out. Now, you're trying to bring a raya to that, it's true. So you bring a raya from the case of the fish. The raya will only work if in the case of the fish, you could throw him out if he already set it up. So it says, if it was only l'chatchila, you can't throw him out. That's not a raya. Right? If anything, it's a kasha, because it says you can't throw him out. Just l'chatchila, he shouldn't come. Okay. That's that. But then the Gemara says, it's not a raya, because fish is even worse than the Rechayim case. Right? Why? Even if you don't hold the Ravuna by the mill, who holds the Ravuna holds, you could stop him. Even if you don't hold of that, but by the fish, he agrees, because the fish, like we said, he put his eye on it. He, it's like he was kind So it comes out, if you weigh the cases, more people will agree to the fish than the case of the Rechayim. Okay. 
V'yafogav delchad. He says, okay, even one shita and taisvis sounds like over there marchikim is lechatzchilo kamar. Why? Because Taisus over there was medamit to ani mahapech becharora, and ani mahapech is only din lechatchila. If the ani, if he took it, right, he's called a rasha, but not we can't be moitzi bedayanim that we learned. So it sounds like they're the same. Kfar kasev Mary Haravza, my Rebbe, the Yamshel Shloima, the Marshal wrote the Shinuya Basra Iker. That's the second terrace of Taisus that it was umnasei bekach. That by fish it's umnasei bekach, and therefore you can't you can't take it away from him. And then he says, okay, Oyd Kasav, that they don't really argue. V'nimsa l'chala shinuyim shalataisis mayri hai marchikim etzuz hafilu b'diyevet v'yaitzu b'dayanim ke'en kasav v'ataisa en kasav rosh v'amardchai. So hincha raya, next paragraph, b'necha, t'afilu g'abey dogim, t'hefker hain, u'lechatchil yad kaladim shavabai. Really, before anything, anyone could go fishing. V'ein elemeniyas hareva. And over there, it's not even a loss. You're just causing someone not to profit. He doesn't own anything yet. But once he puts some effort in, it's as if he captured it. It's as if it's in his hand. This belongs to somebody, right? Karen, and it's a real loss here. So his raya is from our case of the fish, that by the fish he holds it's Yaitzibidayanim, and therefore our case is even better than the fish, and for sure is Yaitzibidayanim. That's raya number one. So this is like Marufia, steady customer. This is a steady customer. I plan, I plan on buying it back from you. Now you see an interesting thing here, by the way. Normally the word of Marufia was, if I'm a seller and I have a customer who buys from me, so another person can't take that customer away. Right? That's Marufia. But over here is the other way around. I'm over here the buyer and I want to I have this relationship to buy from someone and someone else wants to take that thing from me and buy it for himself. That's also my rufia. It's like backwards of what we of what we uh, what we've been talking about till now. So he says, okay, it's my rufia. Now not everybody uh, does Marufya. Yeshloimer Dishani Hasam. Why is uh, there a Shaila by Marufya? What's the Svara? That you have a Jew who has a relationship, a business relationship with a guy. So those who don't um, hold the Marufi, they say, Just the fact that you've been doing business means he's never going to do business with anyone else? No, it's too bad. It's not enough of a smichas das. Dover zeloi istaber. Vleidami klal litzayit shenos aneinav boisei dog. They say it's different. In the case of the fish, it's that fish. Vikir churin shemaytzurav shemaytzim adayanim oisei dog mitzayit acher. Ulefichach indonin din marufia. They say marufia is different than the fish. The fish, I'm gonna catch this fish. The, by a guy, just because he bought from you and he's been buying from you, doesn't mean the rest of his life forever he's never going anywhere else, so it's not strong enough. So, 
And therefore they say, you're allowed to go and steal a customer. This is a fish case. So even the people who don't dandin in Marufya will hold this is us, sir. So he's saying, first of all, it's the case of the fish. And even those who don't learn Marufya and say Marufya is different than the fish, this is like the fish, and they will hold that in this case it's a problem. Okay. Then he goes into the next paragraph. We're not going through the whole thing, but he goes into Animafik Bikharar a little bit. And basically he comes out and he says that Taisun says that by if it's umnasay bekach, everybody agrees. If your mom is taking away his animafikharar is a one-time job or a one-time find. But if this is umnasay, Taisun says you can't do that. So he says also, if you look at the um, go to the um, the second column. Like uh, eight lines up from where from the end of the paragraph before Saif Dover, eight lines up in there he says, It was his chametz to start. And that's the normal thing to go by back. So we could apply the concept of umnasebekach. Um, Okay, fine. Skip that. Fine. Let's go to the last paragraph. Paskins, the second hour took it, must give it back. Now if we turn the page to the Makar Chaim, is the Nesivas, on Hilchas uh, Pesach, page 78. So, um, the, uh, the second paragraph from the bottom, where there's an arrow there. He says, Oy kasem amagen avram, m'shem sefer masas b'yom, m'shem kana yisrol achar me'akum achar ha'pesach, tzorach l'ach so l'bailam. V'yanti b'sefer masas b'yom, so the Makar Chaim says, I looked in the tshuva that we just looked at, u'tmuim lidvar of ma'id. He says, I don't understand what he's saying. So, from the first raya, we didn't do. So, go to the next paragraph. Since we brought a raya from Ravuna, and he said, If the Gemara was only means then it's not a proof to Ravuna. It's a. I don't understand why. You have to understand what happened by Ravuna. Ravuna's case was a bar had a rechayim. Another guy set up his rechayim. So Ravuna says you could throw him out. So says the Makar Chaim, throwing him out is different. Now what about the fact that he made money? Right. See, right. By the rechayim, he made he milled. Right. So you're allowed to throw him out. Ravuna says. That doesn't mean to say you could take his, he has to give you back the profits. Right. So it's not Yaitzibidai on him. See, the Masas bin Yaman was saying the fact that he's established and you could throw him out, that's called that it's Yaitzibidai on him. Says the Makar Chaim, what do you mean? But what about those profits? Doesn't say you take away the profits from him. 
Right? Uh, this goes up to the top left over there on the next page. Right? You're telling him not to do it. If he did it, you throw him out. So he's saying, it's schwer. Um, and if you go to the last line of that paragraph, he says, He wanted to make it because, now umnasi usually means that's my livelihood and my trade. He was trying to say the fact that he's on this guy to buy it back is called umnasi. Now, yes, his business is the schnapps, but his business is not buying it from this guy, right? So, so the so the Makarchayim, the Masbiyam was great when we first saw it. Makarchayim yeah. has some good caches on it now. So this is a machlaikis over here. So machlaikis, the Makarchayim and the Masas Binyamin, does he have to give it back or not? So if we turn the page to the Mishnah Bura, you would think that where's this question? So in Hilchas Pesach, page eighty here, the um, the Mishnah Bura brings down. Um, in Sif Yud, in Sifkat Yud Gim on the Mishabura, where there's that gray line there, where three lines before it gets wide. So at the end of the line it says, "Kasvu Achrayim, the Aser Li Yisrael Acher Liknei Sachametz Min Akam Achar Apesach." When you sell to a guy, another Jew cannot buy it back from the guy. Vim Kana Tzarech Lahachsel Levayla Marishaynim. So if he bought, he has to give it back. This is the man. He's passing like the masses Binyamin. And let's say the second Jew paid more than he was supposed to. I mean, the first Jew would have bought it back for 100 bucks. The other guy, the, the second Jew, he bought it for $200. So, but, so now, So now, I'm going to go get it from the second Jew. So he could say, listen, I paid for it, right? So I say, no problem, I'll pay you. I was going to pay the guy to buy it back. I'll pay you. Here's a hundred bucks. He said, "What do you mean? I paid two hundred. <laughs> you overpaid. I never would have paid." So he only has to give him hundred dollars for that. So he's passing like the masses binyamin. Yeah. So if you look down in the Sharetzian and Islam and Aleph, the top line there, he says, "Ayin ba'achreinim shepilpulu bedinze uvemikor chayim hesig aleim." So the achreinim is the Mogan Avram who brings the masses binyamin. The mikor chayim has on them. So the the is right. It's not minadin, but still the masses binyamin is right that this is what we should do. It's a special takanas gedolim. He says Where's the source? Bechuvas masses binyamin yalef la mehid Now that's not. We didn't learn that. That was the case in Gittin, where if that's a case over there where there were times that Goyim forced Jews to sell them a piece of land. And then another Jew would come and buy it. So there was a Takanis Chachamim that you have to go give it back to the first Jew. Now that's not Meikar Adin, but it was a Takanis Chachamim. So he's saying, you see, if the source is from there, you see it's not a real Din, it's a Takanis Chachamim. I couldn't find this. I don't know. Simon Kuf Tazvav is it Arachaim? Is it Chayshem Mishpat? 
unless it means in Shulchan Aruch, but I don't know where in Shulchan Aruch. Kuf Tesvav, maybe in Chayshem Mishpah, but it's not. It's not no shaykes to anything. I'd have to look unless it's on the side of Shulchan Aruch. I looked in Chuvas. I like to see what does it mean. Kein Zematasi, but. Lamaisa, he's coming along and he's saying, the Sharzian is saying, the Makar Chaim Taki has some good tainas, and I believe maybe he might be right, it's not such a good tzushtel to the dog him into this case, but the Takanas Gedailim, why? Very simply. Now you see the Masas Binyamin, for three, three paragraphs, I started off and said, I gotta find the guy I had there. If not, everything's gone. Right. You see, it was necessary. Right. So, so, I mean, he, he was very convincing in his rayas that this should be the halacha. However, the Shartzian is saying, and he's saying he sort of found this Chazam Seifer, that even if the Makarchayim is right, that they're not good rayas, they're still a Takanas Gedailim, because if not, everything's going to fall apart. Everyone's going to lose their businesses. So therefore, <coughs> this is another very Gishmaka Tzushtel that we have to our dinim of Marufya. Is it better than Marufya, less than Marufya? This case over here, where the Yid sold it to the guy, and then someone else went and bought it from the guy, and we're saying the halacha is, not only is it also for him to buy it, even if he bought it, it's from Yoytzim and the question will be, the question will be, is this some special takanas gedolim for this specific situation, or is this something we can really learn from all the halachas we've learned, Meker Adin, that seems to be a machlaikas, the Masas Binyamin, and the Mechkar Chaim. So really, this is where we will end, I think. I think that was just a geshmak to end with. And Bez Hashem, we will um, continue next week with the new sugya. Uh, We have a new booklet. I have it in my car. I'm Kenyanim, I think it is. And it should be very geshmak. Okay, good.